kitchen. T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are go. everybody welcome to the sex show Vinny B I've been watching that show all week oh me too it's been on like a marathon on like TV land or something yeah the me network or something which I've never heard of that's what it is I haven't either yeah it's great just makes me look at every time I see the credits I say ah just it was Brooklyn before the hipsters I bet that was a real old neighborhood. Vinny B. There's a lot of cultural diversity in Welcome Back, Cotter, too. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, you got, you got the half-Jewish, half-Puerto Rican guy. Yep. You got the spaz-Jewish-looking guy. You got the black guy. And, uh, and then you got the Italian guy. <clears throat> Sounds like the TSA's do not fly list. How are we throwing in here, <laughs> How are we throwing Hey everybody, Clark the Shark here, John Hassinger, and Michael Biscardi on the podcast. So tweet us your your love and your PayPal account so we can donate money to at the underscore podcast. So we're back on the air. John Hassinger has returned from his week in Guantanamo, I mean Seattle City, Joycey, and uh, we got a really good show for you today. I mean, it's it's pretty good. You might want to take your pants off. It's getting pretty sexy up in here. Yeah, I, I missed the last show, and uh, I apologize to everyone. Um, but I couldn't find it on Mixler. Well, I'll give you a quick recap on the show. We had none other than Donald Trump start off the show. Um, Bill Gates, who might be running for president, as we hear from certain barbers, stopped in and was giving a billion dollars to all the hosts that were present. Um, <laughs> we had uh, none other than Juan Samuel, first base coach of the Phillies, um, yes. Come in and give squeezers. It was a oh. wild day. No, uh, we had Sean Green on the show, who I think you would have liked because he's a big. He has a, a sports gambling podcast, and he's big into uh, sports, and he analyzes it. And we did a little segment. Uh, I'll see why it's not on Mixler. It, it, it's okay. on. It's on Podbean, but um, he definitely. Podbean. He definitely said uh, we gave a little segment at the end with Biscard and I, where we named the twenty-five greatest logos of sports history and to weigh in on them. Uh, we, Seahawks was the That's first great. one, which is funny because Sean said there's actually not a bird called a Seahawk. You know, it, it's no such animal. It's either like an eagle or a, you know, a, a hawk of whatever. So it was interesting. Wow. But, yeah. That's good list. Seahawk was number one. 
Seahawk was number one. Um, Green Bay Packer started off at 25, which I thought was very unoriginal. It's just a G. But I guess... Yeah, it's like Georgia. Biscardi said, yeah, what are you going to do? Put, put a cheese block on there, which I think you should. <laughs> right. I think it's yes. great. Yeah. How was... Uh, so you were in New Jersey. How was the trip? I was in sunny Sea Isle City, New Jersey, where I don't understand why we go, because all my cousins now have little kids, so it's not like <laughs> go to the bars and party like used to. Can we go to the <laughs> beach? Yeah, let's go to the seashore, and we'll go to Ocean Drive or No Shower Happy Hour. No, you won't. Your kids are going to be napping at 5.30, and you yeah. can't leave the house. We're all, all or, you go, or you go to Atlantic City it, it didn't and get stabbed sense, in the head but... by a Puerto Rican. I mean, it's just fun. <laughs> Summer fun. <laughs> no. There's not much you can do. Um, but I, I noticed that every night since we couldn't go out to the bars, yeah. what we did was play charades. That's just what my family does. Oh, I remember charades, charades with, with your family drink, at the shore. Drink and play charades and, or, or Pictionary. Yeah. And it, it can get pretty heated. And I was like, what do, what do you guys do you know, when you go on family vacations? Is there a weird game you play, like charade? Yeah, don't wake Uncle hide, Bill when he's drinking. sausage. <laughs> yeah, or else he'll smack you in the mouth. That's a little game. Uh, quiet tears. <laughs> <laughs> quiet tears you have to cry softly I mean just I don't want to talk about it I gotta go no Biscardi and I went down the shore one time you play anything you play sorry no Monopoly Biscardi will tell you Monopoly like Monopoly. eight hours of Monopoly mm -hmm. ruthless Monopoly oh yeah you know we're like tears it was real business it was real business Biscardi and I used to play Monopoly we still do but we when we get together but it was it was intense. It was like eight-hour games, taking over oh, the no. living room, cutting deals. And I hang on for dear life. I mean, even when I know I'm oh. bankrupt, it's checkmate for me. Ruthless. I yeah, you'll you'll go down with the ship. Oh yeah, Which... not until every last dollar is spent and I owe. Yeah. My life. Yeah, you're making deals that aren't even <laughs> like applicable to the game. Yeah. Like here, I'll give you my car next weekend if you let me know. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, I love that though. I love that about. Mike Biscardi playing Monopoly is I when you're doing well you want to like ride that wave and so many people are like I give up I quit oh, yeah. you have my properties and you're like ah just tough it out because I could get that card where you have to pay maintenance <laughs> and lose but Biscardi never quit he, he just he hung in there he could have like no Started equity no properties like, yeah but I still got boardwalk I got a chance you'll land on it right that's true. son of a bitch you can steal it <laughs> steal it so that's that was our sure thing well, and naturally i mean it's it's a game based on the jersey shore yeah it's, oh, it makes is. sense oh that's right yeah. oh wow all the city charades i haven't played charades in a while so it's still i mean it's probably pretty fun with the family right i mean you're yeah it's fun um but it got to the point where so there was it was the same teams every night and the team i was on never lost we we got every single one so we were like getting almost bored with it and uh, we just never came up with a new game. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just you know what we play. It got to the point where it was like Thursday night, and you know my brother would be like, "All right, we're gonna play charades tonight." And I was like, "Uh, again? God, can we just wake like, up? Watch it's a TV Christmas show? charade. That doesn't even make sense." <laughs> <laughs> and we even did this thing where you know because my cousins and aunts and uncles and cousins' yeah. kids and are all down there in two other houses. Nice. So there's like 30 or 40 of us. 
And every the like, rally. It was like Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night, they were supposed to be themed dinners. So the first night, the theme was a hoedown. And everyone came dressed like, you know, redneck. And, you know, and we served like, you know, I don't even know, like ribs and chicken wings and cornbread. Fried chicken. Fried chicken, yeah. Make out I wore my Kansas, Kansas City Royals hat. Yeah. Yeah, you have a lot of baseball hats. I I want to do a uh, when, we, when we get the podcast site up and running. I want to do John's hat of the week. I saw like a a Cubs hat, hat a um, I saw all kinds of hats, which I love because I used to do that when I was you know like a kid. I would I would get a different <laughs> yeah. hat every every Child. day, and uh, <laughs> and wear it. And I thought it was awesome. I uh, I am eleven away from having every team in Major League Baseball. Which give us a few that you don't have. Okay, the obvious teams that I hate. It's really Mets. hard for me to pull my yeah. Mets, Yankees, Red Sox, Braves, uh, Nationals. Ugh. I hate the Braves. Uh, that's pretty much it. Those five are really hard for me to put money down on. I want to get but, a fitted uh, Baltimore Orioles cap, like the 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 bird logo with the the cartoon like the bird face. Oh uh, yeah, it's the coolest. I've coolest tried, one ever. I, I've tried buying that one, and I, I look – I don't know. I look goofy. So I got the one that's it's black with the orange bill and the orange O. That's cool. But anyway, second night, the uh, theme was Jersey Shore. So I dressed up like Pauly D. I had a black <laughs> You know, one of, I had my Miami – or Florida Marlins, the teal fitted hat. I had that one on like, you know, Ooh. sideways hanging off my head and sunglasses. Nice. And – then the final night was supposed to be a, a Penn State or Eagles tailgate. You know, we were going to hmm. cook out, have beer, and uh, then we canceled it and we left Friday mm. instead of Saturday to get home early, and then we flew back last night, and here I am. Welcome back. Well, Sounds like we play some, cue the Welcome Back Cotter song now. Welcome, welcome back, back. back. Did you see the Google homepage yesterday? It wasn't like a bunch of... Like it looked uh, Olympian to me. It was the special. No, what is it? Special Olympics? Is that what it was? Oh, I don't yes. know what Special Olympics right now. Fred Norris. Yeah, the Special Olympics are in the LA oh. this week. I I think I think they're cool. Bobby Shriver is is big into that. His his mom and dad founded the Special Olympics. Sarge and Eunice and. Uh, they're good. They're good. Good for people, you know. Yeah. The real they should do real LA based page? like events though, like not you know wheelchair races, like trying to get from Western uh. to Vermont in ten minutes in rush hour traffic. Like those are the Olympics <laughs> I like to see. Like you're just sitting in traffic and like a wheelchair flies over your car. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. I remember the New Haven. Special Olympics hosted probably 20-something years ago when it was a big deal because Schwarzenegger was heavily involved in that one. I don't think he had, he doesn't he doesn't hold much much weight in the Special Olympics anymore, does he? Is he still a big part of it? I don't think it? so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they probably kind of outed him for that. Uh, let's see what's in the news this week. A few things uh, we want to touch on, get the opinions of our brethren here. First up, Hulk Hogan. Uh, ring name uh, for Terry Jean Bolia was Bolea. abruptly Bolea. fired. Bolea. How, do you, how do you say Bolea. his last name? Terry Bolea. Bolea. Uh, Hogan. Bolea. Terry Jean Bolea was abruptly fired from World Wrestling Entertainment after tapes recorded in 2007 
revealed him ranting about his daughter sleeping with a black man. And the, I love ranting. I gotta, we'll get into that in a sec. But ramp, rant, ranting about his daughter sleeping with a black man and liberally using the N-word to uh, embellish his point of view. Uh, certainly his opinion was lifted from court-sealed tapes at the center of a libel case brought against the gossip website Gawker, yada, 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 whatever. So Hogan, uh, Hogan made a few remarks using a uh, racial slur, and he was fired. Um, I'm sure all those guys have used a racial slur. Are you kidding me? I'm sure he's probably already. Every one he's, of them. I, I think he retired again for like the me? 21st time. Anyways, so. you tell me the 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 Undertaker, or half of those guys in their mansions mm-hmm. or whatever, don't use that word. I guarantee you, every one of them do. Every I thought it had something to do with The Rock. I didn't really follow the story too well, but I thought that Dwayne Johnson had something to do with the rant. Hogan, Am I wrong? Uh, he was talking about his daughter. And he was like, oh, if she's going to be with a black guy, I wish she would be with a black guy who plays professional baseball and is uh, worth, worth millions. Deion Sanders. Uh, I guess we're all racist at the end of the day. Effing yeah. black guys, but the other word. Jeez. That's paraphrasing. That's pretty much Terry. it. And it was it was nine years ago during that sex tape with Bubble the Love Sponges. Excellent. <laughs> Gibson. You are ruining my life. You make my life so fucking difficult. Except for a black man. He's not fighting for those rights. He doesn't care. You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier. I think uh, everybody including myself, has said horrible things in the privacy of my own home with friends. And that's whatever. I'm not saying I use racial slurs, but there's things I've said in private that I would never, ever say publicly. And that's everybody. And the fact that you're recording people unbeknownst to them and releasing it later, I, I think you, it should lose all credibility with that. Yeah, yeah he shouldn't have said that. If you, But if you go on national TV and you say that, you know, you're a piece of shit, you know what you're doing. But I, I guarantee you, politicians, all kinds of celebrities, people that stand up for civil rights. They've all said things in private. And when you record it and release it, I mean, I think it's like the worst thing. I mean, which one of us hasn't said something, you know, in private that you, would, that you wouldn't want, you know, aired to the masses? All oh, of us. All God. Of us. I'm worried that something – that conversation that you might have recorded is going to – is about to be cued and put on the air actually. Actually, we have uh, Racist Chance from Biscardi in <laughs> yes, 2002. Yes, segment. Let's play it. Let me tell you something. I don't know why you sound like a cartoon. <laughs> Let me tell you something about blacks. A racist from the mouse. All of a sudden. Right, you're a newsie. <laughs> How about the paper? <laughs> Asphalt. You know who's to blame for that, don't you? The Jews. The Jews. <laughs> oh, gosh. Some literature. Uh, Here's some literature. Crazy. Wow. Do we have any um, footage? Is there a soundbite somewhere of, of his rant? I actually have not heard yeah. it. I, I know the story, I but I mean, you know, I laughed when I said, oh, he's fired from WWE. You know, the guy's only, what, 63 years old? He's not exactly jumping from the top rope anymore. I mean, what do they use him for? He doesn't yeah. even commentate. What does he do for the WWE now? I mean, his name's Terry. Give him a break. 
host, chick name. He hosts Here's the a show uh, Tough Enough. He's like a host on that new show. Oh, I didn't uh, know that he, show. He, was so long. He's, he does backstage stuff. It's different now. It's like American Idol. He's like one of the judges. Oh. Yeah. I, like I think he's one of the worst wrestlers that ever lived. He was so untalented, no athletic ability. He was just big. What you gonna do, America? Yeah. Here's yeah, a. He just got the best gimmick. Yeah. Here's a. Here's and St- Stallone here's a made rant. All right, let's hear it. I'm like the male. Well, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> You've been saying brother for years. Any black guy ever said, "Yo, you my nigga," like you my nigga, Hulk. Well, Booker T used to do that to me on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and every time I pull up YouTube, there's that famous, that famous thing that Booker T when his brother uh, was there, and they're all talking. Trash. Actually, I don't even. I don't even know if this is it. This is yeah. this is actually something else. Yeah, it's somebody posted it, saying this is the so, racist rant, but it's it's some other clip. Tag team with Mr. T. <laughs> I was looking at all yeah. this stuff right before we started the show. Like I stumbled upon it, and uh, huh. that's actually from a radio show. It's yeah. Hogan and Booker T and some other guy, and they're just talking about how the the black guys let uh, you know they Hogan would call them the N word, and and they didn't care. You know, so it's just part of his vocabulary. I don't think he hates black people because he said that. I don't either. No. Where is he from, it's Terry? Is he, is he, he's from Florida, right? He's from Florida, yeah. yeah. Tampa. So most, I mean, most people in Florida anyway are, are pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. No, he's, I don't think he's a racist at all. I think he said a few things and who knows, but not saying it's What right, are his kids but, doing with their lives now? Oh, gosh. Brooke. She's hot. She is hot. Yeah, she is pretty hot. So Hulk Hogan was uh, fired from WWE. For now. Also in the news. No, they um, like removed him from their website and everything. Wow. They wiped yeah, him like, clean. He's already been inducted into the ridiculous Hall of Fame, which basically everybody gets inducted to if they wrestled in between 1985 and 2000. Right. And Virgil. It's not even a building. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderlips. Um, also in the news, Louisiana theater, a gunman killed two people and wounded nine others after standing up and opening fire about 20 minutes into a movie in Lafayette, Louisiana. Police said Lafayette police chief Jim Kraft said the 58-year-old man used a handgun and took his own life when officers arrived to the scene within about a minute. Um, it's about 50 miles southwest of Baton Rouge, which is the capital. Um I was reading, yeah, he's just another nut job. Lost his liquor license or something. Couldn't hack it in the real world. Um, uh, fucking loser. Yeah, I was in the airport and I just saw that breaking news pop up on the TV, but, you know, I couldn't hear it, and then I had to go. So I don't really know much about this. I yeah. mean, other than some maniac open fired at a, it's a movie theater? At a movie theater during a screening of Trainwreck. So I guess he didn't like Amy Schumer's performance. It was just, <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah, he had some nut job. And is he still alive? Looks like he killed himself. Oh, of yeah. course. I hate when they do that. I know. God. Pussies. The, uh, there was another shooting, too. A police shooting right here in Studio City on Friday. I guess a guy was waving around a gun. And the police came, and uh, he was just firing a gun in the air around, like, kids and stuff like that. And oh. he was taken down. But they... uh bomb squad detonated two suspicious packages and mayhem during so uh, is there anything Friday. there's this will never be stopped right this will just go on forever right 
Yeah. Nothing that will end this. I think I think you need more of a uh, a public awareness and education and things like that. I mean, police times pretty pretty quick. The response in a lot of um, a lot of these areas. I just think um, I think we should start with a few How things you, yeah. with with um, Biscardi can weigh on this because he Biscardi owns firearms. I don't, but I think we should start doing a, certain things with gun control like number one if you're a white dude at, with Asperger's <laughs> like denied like just denied okay like well, we my just mother, do hold that? on now. my mother said before that she thinks I have Asperger's oh no come on <laughs> ah! if you if you have Asperger's or autism denied let's just let's just start with that and, and let it flow okay what about ADD I'm very ADD ADD people can never okay. get to the gun <laughs> store because it's I too it's shiny only and they don't know what to do. When I shooting that I'm that I'm ever focused without medication. What's that? I think <laughs> I'm most focused without the help of meds yeah. when I'm when you're uh, when you're yeah, shooting. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've played. Uh, Sadly, not everyone is like that. <laughs> no, not me. I'm drooling on myself after the Adderall wears off and scratching at a shiny watch. <laughs> That stuff is great. <laughs> it is good. Gives you wings. I think you let me borrow one once. I'll ship you some. Yeah, I They're love good. it. Yeah, it really keeps you focused. I gave one to to Claus one weekend, and the next day he's like, eleven o'clock. He called me. He's like, "Hey, I started writing some ideas. I got all these ideas, and I'm doing this down. I'm writing this down. I just made it. <laughs> I felt like he could stay focused on a project and stay with it for more than one day. <laughs> oh, so. Um, see, that's... I like a million unfinished. You know, I, I've, yeah. I've said it so many times, I and too. I know he, I've had that argument with him too about the last time I was in Los Angeles, as you know, about the gun control and you know, yeah, he's very anti-guns. Why do you, why do you need a semi-automatic weapon? Why do you need an automatic weapon? It's only, it's not used for hunting. It's only used for killing people. And uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to get out of that argument so bad. It's like, okay, I got it. I just. It's uncomfortable. My, uh, the government pays me to kill people. That's why I carry one. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to have that kind of. <laughs> I don't think they should get rid of guns. I just think they should make make it harder for people with, you know, do, just find out if they have a mental illness first or yeah, and you know, do I a have, little research. I have that argument. This was another one that I got into down here, of course, in Texas. And this was only about two weeks ago. And yeah. it was with my buddy and his wife having a drink after work and. Again, it was a conversation I just really didn't want to get into because I just know how Texans feel Tasmania. about Tasmania. Yeah, I just didn't want to get into it. No matter what, you could any school could be shot. They could yeah. shoot up a preschool of four-year-olds. Texans will not budge on gun control. I always like to seed no the conversation uh, to keep people distracted, like at a party or something, so then I can go disappear and like. Like if I'm in a circle around people, I'm like, guys, Republicans. I mean, what's going on? And then get like seed little like, hey, what about religion? Yeah. And then and then do like the Clark creep away where I'm like, they're Skip occupied. The I can go do something else, you know, yes. like go outside and have a beer with you know somebody I want to talk to. Yeah, um, gun control, crazy, right? Talk about that while I get a drink. <laughs> Drinks that way. No, no, no. Religion, and then walk away. And uh, right. Uh, last thing we'll mention in the news today is Lindsey Graham might thank Donald Trump for getting him to finally buy a new phone. But the South Carolina senator said today he still doesn't think the Republican Party should hire 
the real estate mogul as its presidential candidate. You know, Donald Trump publicly uh, released Graham's cell phone number. I think he's going to go independent too. I don't think, I think (laughs) the the R. I think so. Yeah, I think they want him out. You know, it's really amazing. The whole thing about uh, McCain and, you know, he's, he's not a war hero. He got caught. Um, it's funny how you see so many people who were anti-John McCain as far as politics, but still respected him as as a as a as sailor, a as a navy pilot, and you know, yeah, not necessarily hero, but a service member. And uh, they're all now backing John McCain. So it's interesting. Yeah, I want to. This back- is kind of interesting. I'm reading this here, Governor Mike Huckabee, who's what like. <laughs> Number seven. Huckabees. <laughs> <laughs> Says here, okay, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee on Saturday invoked the specter of the Holocaust to criticize President Barack Obama for his decision to negotiate with Iran over its nuclear program by saying the president's foreign policy is the most feckless in American history. Feckless. feckless. It's so naive that he would trust the Iranians. By doing so, he will take the Israelis and march them to the door of the oven. <laughs> so I oh. guess Obama just sparked the Fourth Reich. <laughs> He's like, son of a bitch! Uh, oh. Now look, son of, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, man. There's some wild stuff going on up there. Yeah. Um, Let's uh, let's take a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. At the one and only Gary's Mattress. Now with locations in Koreatown and Little Tokyo. We are karate are chopping up prices. I just up for you. Even we would buy it. At Gary's Mattress, we're blowing up prices. Man on horse, bring gold. For treatment at Gary's Mattress, I'd be very surprised. We're scalping prices. If you find a mattress at a better price, I'll kick a puppy and punch a kitten just for you. It's Gary's Mattress, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, I had to play it. It's my buddy, uh, Eddie Pepitone, did uh, a commercial called Most Racist Commercial Ever. It's got... It's got eighty-one thousand views, and it's uh, it's just it's oh. funny. But he, he put it online as if it were a real commercial, and people are like, "You can't say that." And uh, he's he has like costumes, like he's like a Jewish guy. He goes, even we would buy it, you know, and <laughs> like an Indian, and it's just every stereotype. So I said I'd play it. Oh, that's so, great! I forgot about I it. See it now. Yeah, if you just type in "most racist commercial" on YouTube, it's the first one. But most uh. Racist. Yeah, so uh, it's it's a little wild. So if you are tuning in to uh, Podcastle, tweet us at the underscore Podcastle, which I really hate saying the underscore. I just want to I want to take over the other the other Twitter yeah. account. But anyway, tweet us at the underscore Podcastle um, and on uh, Facebook as well. And you can listen to all of our shows on Mixler.com forward slash the Podcastle and on Podbean at the Podcastle. Uh, movies, what's going on? A lot of films coming out. Um, recently read that Jurassic World has reached number three all-time highest-grossing films. We want to touch base yes. with The Visit, and John Hassinger has a special review about Ant-Man. 
Ant-Man. We also celebrated Pee-wee's big adventure, 30-year anniversary. Large March. So, uh, that's <laughs> Brett's 15-minute review, Ant-Man. This was a little, a fun little romp through one of Marvel's comics, lesser known and least cared about characters. The fact that they were making it into a movie only really made sense when Edgar Wright of Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Hot Fuzz was still directing it. That's my dog. Although it is highly enjoyable, it will always be cursed by the question of what it would have been had Wright stayed on. I have nothing against Peyton Reed, who helmed the breakup a few years ago. Ant-Man is definitely a setup movie for Marvel's Civil War due out next summer. I totally just got goosebumps writing that. Especially when thinking about the post-credit teaser. By the way, there are two. One is a mid-credit scene that is a that is big for the Ant-Man franchise, and the second one is for the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't want to give away too much because there are definitely some surprises in this movie, but to be as brief as possible, there is an Act 2 fight scene that is really cool and kind of funny. I won't say who he fights, but in case people don't know about it yet, I was pleasantly surprised, uh, and they definitely utilized the perfect character for it because they are also a little lesser known. I I also feel like 3D is the way to go with this one. Hold on, my computer's jumping around, sorry. Alright, the shrunken scenes just won't be as cool in 2D. Meaning when Ant-Man uses his suit to shrink down to the size of, well, you read the title, it just works better in 3D. The writers and director used full advantage on where the characters could and would go. I don't want to give away plot points for people to understand what I mean by that, but there is a fight scene towards the end that has Ant-Man and Yellow Jacket fighting on a helicopter, and they end up in a briefcase that falls out of the helicopter. There also happens to be an iPhone in the briefcase. During the fight, the word disintegration is mentioned between the two combatants. And as they, and as they are fighting inside a briefcase that just fell out of a helicopter, you hear Siri say, Play the cure, disintegration. Which then starts playing. Although I could be wrong... That is the type of scene that I could see being left behind by Edgar Wright. Uh, So, (laughs) that's funny. This film was also perfectly cast. Paul Rudd always blends the drama with the comedy like not many actors are able to do. I don't know much about Corey Stoll, but he was very good as the villain. Kate Austin, a.k.a. Evan. John? We lose him? I think we lost him. And here's Biscardi and I talking to herself. No one would predicted that John would just jump off the podcast. So now here I am by myself. I'm talking about myself. I'll try to add him back here in a second. Uh, I think we might have lost him for a bit. But we can perhaps. Ant Man is Paul Rudd. I like him. He's a his best role, of course, is an anchorman. Yeah, I got a nickname from my penis. It's called the Octagon. I also have a nickname right. for my testicles. It's Dr. Philip Noisewater. <laughs> Ridiculous. And what other movies was he? were we about to talk about? The, uh, uh, the new Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excited, I mean, actually. I like Shyamalan. Yeah, I am too. I just saw the trailer for it for the first time yesterday. I just remember the first thing I saw was this old stone house. I said, wow, that looks like Pennsylvania, and then it made sense in the movie from M. Night Shyamalan. In a town. 
30 <laughs> miles outside of Philadelphia. Something <laughs> happened. Again. And it's got that comedian woman in it, this movie. One from, from Anchorman. So it's about these... These two kids, they're visiting their grandparents, I guess, for the first time. They have this The single mother runs away on a vacation. Leaves the kids with the grandparents. Grandparents, seemingly normal, happy child from the movie. What's going on there? Where's this noise coming from? <laughs> and now don't close. Don't open your door after 9.30. And here we go. Now it gets, now it gets dark from M. Night Shyamalan. The um, from the and now, now the climax and the, and the turning point of the movie. I think Nana's not feeling well. So it looks like these kids here are filming the, their experience at their grandparents' house, and they're skyping their mother and telling her that your your parents are weird. What happened with Nana and Pop Pop? Oh, they're just old people. They're weird. Nanner. And the intense music. Papa! So. You're expecting, obviously, a twist in the end of this movie, as every single Shyamalan movie is. I'm going to bet this one is about uh, two old people sacrificing their grandchildren's bodies. Yeah. Ooh. To stay young. Something happened. Oh. Yeah, I think that's... yeah. I'm excited. I like Shyamalan. I still like Shyamalan. And it's apparently there's also another Amityville on the way. The no. reawakening. That we don't need. There's already ten of them. No. Yeah. John, are you back? So that means more tourists come to Long Island. John, did we get you back? Yeah, I have no my. It's... It was the storm. Oh, it knocked out Skype. So John, Maybe. you were on um, you were on Ant Man. I want to give you the chance to to give us. Uh, I want to get your feedback about. Well, we'll let you finish the review, but I wanted to uh, get your take on it. When do you think? Uh, when did I cut out? Do you remember? John, I don't know how to say this to you, but you've cut out for fifty-seven years. Uh, this is Jack Clark, Matthew's grandson. You were in a oh time continuum loop, and um, you haven't aged today. Awesome. Sorry, we've so been what, drinking what heavily. Year is it? It's 2054, John. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> How dare you? Do the math. John, um, Matthew was found at Uncle Bill's Pancake Shack with his pants off and was arrested. <laughs> And made into pancakes. I am obsessed with Uncle Bill's Pancake Shack because of. <laughs> Let me give you a little background. John went to the shore. Okay, his dad posted some picture. They're at like a pancake house in Jersey. It's a chain, whatever, and it's called Uncle Bill's, I think, Pancake House. But yeah. the logo are these giant, creepy, <laughs> smiling kids like coming to the house, and I think it is the <laughs> creepiest thing ever. But I'm drawn to it. 
And I go to the website. I'm like, yeah, it's an old sign. Like that, you know, they're around for 50 years. Of course, it looks yeah. creepy. It's from the 50s. No, the website, they have those kids like spackled all over. They're like, join us at eight locations. I'm like, good God. <laughs> I don't know whether to reach for the batter or reach for my nine, which I don't have. <laughs> but anyway, so um, we'll talk about Uncle Bill's. But Ant, but Ant-Man, um, you cut out as you were talking about um, – you talked about – the plot you're like this is one of those things they should have left on the cutting room floor and then you started to tweak out a little bit and then you stopped god i hate that well i did i talk about the iphone scene no they keep the the two characters are fighting inside a briefcase because you know they're shrunk down and the and there's an iphone in it and they keep saying the word disintegration and siri goes play Disintegration by The Cure, and the, the song starts playing. Um, and and Brett thinks that the original guy that was supposed to direct the movie would have left that scene out. I'm not, I'm not sure why. I guess we'll have to have him follow up. Yeah. Uh, then he talks about how the cast was great. Paul Rudd's awesome, you know, comedy, drama. Um, and the guy who played the villain was good. Uh, the girl, Evangeline Lilly, who played Kate Austin in Lost, she was great. Uh, uh, Michael Douglas was awesome. He said he's basically Gordon Gecko with a conscience. Oh, cool. Uh, and T.I. is actually in it and has a great one-liner. Your favorite rapper and mine, rapper T.I. Of course, the king. Yeah. Um, Big things pop. And the guy, Michael, I think it's Michael Pena or Pena. He's in Lincoln Lawyer and Shooter and World Trade Center. Uh, he says... Yeah. That guy tells stories throughout the whole movie, and it, it's really, really good. Um, he says, all in all, it starts off a bit slow, but the minute we get the first shrinkage, it just takes off from there. So go see Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, it's been getting some really good reviews. Thank you for the review, Brett, too. Uh, it actually, like uh, yeah, it. It, it won the box office, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see that. It looks like a good flick. I like Paul Rudd. He's a funny dude. He's He's a good actor, too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all. And then we were yeah, mentioning... Yeah, so I'm going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theater, but uh, I definitely will theater. see it. I, uh, yeah, I wish, I hope that movie continues to, to soar. It's a good one. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about the visit to M. Night Shyamalan, who actually self-financed the role he made with the fee that he received from uh, the Will Smith movie. Was it After Earth? Um, which is oh good because that was such a bad movie and uh, he's trying to kind of do you something know, better and he, he wrote three scripts or three made three cuts when he was done filming to see which one the studio would like better so I think he's really trying to get back to his roots in this one yeah because he's had some duds recently and I'm like yeah. waiting for him because he's made some really great ones and I'm just hoping yeah. this is the one the, the trailer is creepy as hell yeah it is it really is Ooh. it is creepy so creepy he uh i mean he when he did six cents that was a phenomenon everyone saw it, it was nominated i loved it and then unbreakable which i think is better than uh six cents i loved unbreakable i thought it was such a genius idea like a real life superhero it's gritty i, yeah, I, I really like that movie and then and then he did that. signs which is like my favorite Shyamalan, like which was good. And then I think he was, that was like the peak of his popularity. And then he did The Village, 
which I saw with Biscardi. It was such a, uh, oh, that's I thought it was such a genius ending. Um, yeah. But, you, you know, so we started to get a little cocky, and that was panned. And then Lady in the Water, it just it lost it. Oh, that that was such a bad yeah, movie. That was a bad movie. And then there was the one that was, um, what was it? Air, Tasmania. The last airbender or something? Yeah, I did see that one. It was like a I didn't see it. It just looks too stupid. Yeah. I, I didn't think The Happening was that bad. I actually enjoyed, You were in The Happening, Biscardi. I actually thought that was a good movie. For about one split second. Yeah, yeah you can see it, though. You're jogging in the park. I uh, I was not a fan of the village. I felt like I saw Most it coming all the time. I was worried. Yeah. yeah. And, it was basically uh, the just a take it just looked on the like they're running from the wind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of a stupid movie. I have to agree. I didn't care much for it. What the uh, the happening? The happening? I, didn't, good. Yeah. I just remember when they were shooting Devil's that film. I, th- I want to say this was two thousand six or seven. There was this one extra. He was this he was this old black guy with like a gray afro and a business suit. And he should have gotten some real screen time. All they had to do was walk backwards after this wind came. And he walks backwards and I'm watching him as you know, I was just kind of running across the park. Uh. And this guy's face was so creepy as he's just walking backwards. <laughs> I believe Yeah. Yeah. He uh he he did another good movie called Devil, which is kind of unknown. Shyamalan, I think that was like two thousand nine. Oh that's yeah, that's a really good flick. That was a, I really enjoyed that. Then that was critically received well too. Yeah, so. that actually was critically acclaimed. Didn't do too great at the. I can't remember how it did in the theaters. I'm not sure. But it wasn't promoted, or I don't know. There wasn't like a lot of hype around it. Yeah, yeah. It, they I don't think they gave them the dollars to market it as much because they're because of right. the last because the happening was such a flop so which brings us to what the hell is wrong with people what's wrong with well, problems Scardi I can tell you what's wrong with, 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 with. the government the government doesn't even get a chance to talk he's like alright guys uh, we're gonna government. right now we're just vomiting on ourselves alright so what's wrong with people? What the hell's wrong with them? Well, you know, let's talk about insurance companies. Everybody's got everybody here. I'm sure has health coverage, uh, not paid for by the producers of the podcast, but somehow through some channel we have health insurance. Still waiting on that. Yeah, I need, I need help. Yeah. Well, it's totally useless. So if you don't have it, don't yeah. bother because I'm I don't know what I'm paying for. Anymore. Pray tell. Mm. All right, so I've had a pretty rough week, kind of banged up. Got a bad back uh, from a, from an injury while deadlifting a couple of years ago, and it comes to act up on me, flares up from time to time. Like on top of that, I got an ear infection. Uh, uh, I don't know if anybody's watching the news down here. I highly doubt it's making national news, but the local headline all week has been the water here being contaminated. Ew. So you're not supposed to drink oh, it. Great. Don't get it in your eyes. Don't get it into your ears. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the this is actually even more than a couple. Probably about three weeks Don't ago, I was, breathe. In the, <laughs> I was in the ocean, and I've been suffering from an ear infection ever since. I don't think I've had an ear infection since I was maybe seven years old. Hmm. So I uh, I had to I had to see a doctor, and I'm not much for going to the doctor, but I go to a clinic. Who is? And um, you know, That's it's me. one of those it's one of those urgent care clinics where most yeah. people pay out of pocket. 
because they don't have right. insurance. But I'm they take doctor. insurance. And I have insurance. And I got turned away. And I have what? insurance. And I got turned away. Yeah. There's this you know, young girl. She was kind of annoying. I really wanted to get nasty with her, but I didn't. I just walked away. And then, you know, as I'm driving away from the clinic, I'm slamming my fist against the steering wheel on the roof of my car, thinking of all the things I should have said to this woman. <laughs> like Costanza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drug store! That's what I should have said! Damn it! Continue. Continue, please. <laughs> I don't even think I've been trying to say What is this? They're playing... It's a, <laughs> it's a Daggio and Strings, and I wanted to hear, uh, as Mike's telling about... Samuel Barber, yes. Yeah. As you're telling the story about the doctor, I just thought of the Costanza, Frank Costanza, when he's telling about the war, and he's like, I sent 17 of my men into the latrine that night. So I figured I would just soothe that in, so I apologize. So continue, I'm sorry. With corks uh, up that butt. I'm sorry. So the woman asked me if it was work-related. When uh -huh. it comes down to military stuff, um, it, it's hard to say what's work-related and what's not. I mean, it's not like I'm a laborer and a ladder fell on me. But we yeah. have to exercise. We Ooh. have to do physical training as part of our work routine, which I was doing. That's how I got injured the first time. So I said, yeah, I guess it is work-related. So then she comes back. After I'm done filling out the paperwork, she comes back with, Oh, because it's work-related, it's not covered under your insurance. We do have to charge you. I said, uh, what? I don't understand, but I have insurance. And she goes, this is really fun. Who do you work for? I said, well, it's actually written on – I was in uniform when I went to nice. the office. I said, uh, it's, it's kind of – all over me? Where do I work? Are you seriously asking me that? I just gave you my identity, my identification card, which says who I work for. She goes, oh, but where do you work? Where do you think I work in this town? Yeah, yeah like I the work base, at Walmart. Down the street. I work all over this world if I if I needed to. Right. I'm a greeter <laughs> down at Uncle Bill's Pancake House. I mean, come on. Yeah. It That's says right there I'm a soldier. Right. Jerk. So then she says, uh, well, oh, actually, we have an account. Sure. the depot um so you could just get your supervisor to write a referral we, and we can supervisor. charge them like no i don't think you realize i'm not one of the civilians i'm not one of the civilians it's, it doesn't work like that so we're going back and forth and I, you know what let's just pretend i never said it was work related yeah we can't do that and right there yeah, i just wanted to punch the glass so i walked oh. out there in a you know Bitch. And I wanted to complain. I said, "How do you how do you do how do you turn away?" I hate him. Service member with insurance. She should be fired. So she should be fired. My and I actually the president ended up going to another fire. urgent care where they charged me as well. And um, oh, gosh, I I got sick of fighting with people, so I just paid the lousy eighty dollars. But anyway, the moral right. of the story is. There's no point in, in having health insurance, I don't think. even under Obamacare, which I thought I never had to pay much attention to. When people ask about my thoughts on Obamacare, I'm like, well, you know, it really doesn't have anything to do with me because I'm insured. But you know what? <laughs> I, I, I don't think I am insured for anything. I don't seem to do much. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all about money. They're the worst insurance companies. It's all and, about uh, the insurance. 
I remember taking a guy when I lived in Doylestown. He cut his thumb off at work, and I took him to the hospital. Oh. And funny, this guy Tom, that Scar and I used to work with at this other place, Tom Tola, was there at the hospital, like greeting. And he goes, "Hey, Nat, good to see you." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. this guy needs you know medical attention." And he goes, yeah. "Let me take your insurance down." And he goes, "I need to see a doctor." And he goes, I just need to get some insurance information. And he put up his hand, sands a thumb, and goes, I'm missing my fucking thumb. I need to see a doctor. And he still needed the insurance. I'm like, you, you bastard. He's like, he's gushing blood out of his hand and, you know, fading fast. I'm, like, I'm still yeah. going to need insurance. You could die. I need your insurance first. Yeah. You don't need to pay your hospital bills, too. They're not going to turn anyone down without insurance. And it'll go to collections. And if you get shot or something again, they still will treat you. So, right. really, if, if you go to the hospital, rushed. don't pay it. Seriously, it's it's overpriced. I, I wouldn't pay it. I went to a to – a, I broke my toe like two years ago, and I they want, they're like, do you want an Advil? I'm like, no, I want, I want a prescription for something pretty good. And Give me some of that. The Vicodin. Advil was like $60 a pill. What? I didn't take it, but they were like, yeah, the, the option to turn it down. I saw the, the card, the report, it would have been 60 bucks per pill in a hospital when they give it to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Biscardi, I, I, I don't blame you, I don't use my insurance for Adderall, so. You take Adderall, really... too? Yeah, I've been on Adderall since, like, seventh grade. <laughs> wow, the log, the, de- the lifer. Yeah. The dedicated oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I told you. I've been on Adderall since I came out of the womb. Yeah. They invented Adderall for me and you. And you. And you. Yeah, they did. You. And you. And you. And you. And you. Adderall. I think we should all do an Adderall show where we take two each. Oh! The, show, the show's 15 hours long. <laughs> yeah, for me, it just stops the circus from going on in my head. Yeah. The concert. Yeah. This very bad concert. The, tra- tra- the trapeze artists are now no flying. Yes. Do you ever uh, you ever have an ADD? Got a motorcycle and that metal ball. <laughs> <laughs> At three in the morning, it's a good idea to start like making waffles. You're like, all right. Yes. Do you ever get hungry, but you're not hungry, but like your ADD tells you you're hungry? So like yeah, you'll overeat cool. because you're like, yeah, I need a burger at 12 at night. And then you're like, oh, I feel like shit. Why am I eating? Is you It'll be really fun to make it, and then I'll eat it, and then afterwards you're like, "Damn it, I don't even remember it." I don't. <laughs> I was too distracted while I was eating it. Yeah. The place is on fire. <laughs> yeah. The uh, you ever get you ever you know get out of focus when you're like standing in line and you're reading like a magazine and the clerk is like, "Sir, you're next." Sir. Oh. Sir. Oh, the time. Sir. Sir. And then you after like a minute you're like, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" Oh, and, I don't- Meanwhile, they're like screaming at you, like poking you, like it's your turn. Just yeah, multiple people, like they're elbowing each other, like, hey, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I'm in line with like my headphones on, so it, that's even worse. Yeah. You like, can't even hear him. Jerk. Who's this jerk? Just walk out in the middle of traffic. <laughs> when you guys are in CVS or anything, does this ever happen to you? This happens to me without fail or supermarket. I'm always in the line, and the person in front of me is always haggling about the price with a coupon. Oh. Or, and this happened yesterday, they're taking forever because they're still paying with a check. Like, they actually have a checkbook. Oh. I'm like, 
but every time I go to CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, whatever it is without fail, there's always some like usually some immigrant from whatever nation in front of me that's like 60 haggling about the circular going, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 right here, right here. And it's like, oh, I'll pay the difference. Just buy it and I'll give you the, the money. I see. I love it when I see I'll buy it for you know, you. the What's purest, the purest of South Florida white trash with like a four pack of natty ice pounders <laughs> at CVS and like, you know, a bag of Cheez-Its. This is, this is supposed to be four for three. This is supposed to be. Yeah. This is supposed to be four for three. Now, you're trolling me for four. Sure. four. I slam our bill on the counter. Here, get out of my face. <laughs> I guess a lot of pockets of Florida, like a lot of states, have a, including California, have a big meth problem. I watch a lot of cops, yeah. and it's always like like Broward County, Florida Sheriff Department, yep. pulling over these people with like no teeth, and they're like, 30 pounds and they're like 50, 60 years old. And they're like, I just fucking, and he, and I'm just thinking, I looked at Jen, I was watching this the other night. I said, I can't believe people like this exist. Right. I mean, they, they, like they look like something that came out of the sewer. Like they I mean, logically, they like logically believe in what they're spewing out of their mouth. Like yeah. they think that they're making sense. It's like, tase them. Like, Forget about cops killing black kids. If you started getting rid of these people, you'd have a different outcry. I don't think you're going to have, you know, this guy. I mean, these people, and they're dangerous, too. And I worked in West Hollywood. We had to, we buzzed in doors because these meth heads would start, like, scratching the door like a zombie to try to get in. Oh! And one time, Claus picked me up, and I went outside, and he, his car was there. And I got in the car, and I said, oh, let me get my parking pass. Got out of uh -huh. his car, walked over to mine. A meth head jumped into Claus's car, Shut and up. Claus said, "Get the fuck out of my car!" And Claus is like six foot eight, so I was oh, yeah. like ready to go just because I hate these people. Like I wanted him to, like, I wanted like a, a valid reason to like punch him because yeah. they're just so dangerous. They're like a plague, and I oh, was yeah. like, Claus, I was I was ready to have him. I, I was covered. and he's like, "Listen, Clark, always let me handle that kind of situation. Don't ever try to fight anyone. You get your <laughs> ass kicked." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you're there. Like you'll back me up. You know, I have all these like." beer muscles but they're so dangerous like oh and uh so what did he do he just he got out and he and he put his hand up to me like it was a gun and pretended to shoot um, yeah, bang. so i just started making fun of him i was like you're out of your brain i'm going back to well, my house and there was there was one that um and these aren't homeless people that are down on their luck these are people that destroyed their lives from smoking crystal meth yes i mean they did it to themselves and right. the one guy was scratching at the door and uh -huh. like screaming. So I went up to the door and I'm, I'm not going to open it up. Like it's dangerous, yeah. but I'm, I'm protected by the shield, this glass. So I started doing like the chicken dance and like, uh. and then, and then he started getting really mad. So I lifted up my uh. puny chicken wing muscle and I kissed it like the gun show. <laughs> And I was like, this is solid steel. Like, it was the funniest thing. My coworkers were, like, dying. Um, and then I was just, like, egging them on. But, yeah, they're scary, man. I'm sorry. I'm going to ramble on about methods. But, but anyway. Well, I, don't, no, I, don't know if, I don't know if the problem's gone away. But before I came down here and I'd returned back to New York, it was a really big problem with, her with heroin everywhere. Yeah. And it, 
as you were a nobody or you just weren't from Long Island if if you didn't know some kid who was on heroin. Babylon, the North Shore. Or somebody who might have possibly the, the five died. Huntington. Yeah. Um, the plague in, in Long Island, though, Mike, with the heroin, is this was this in the, a certain region, or was this just all over? That it was, was all rampant. over. I mean, I'd come home, and everybody, it was all over the news every single day, the heroin on Long Island. Oh, jeez. It'll be in 1967 or something. I mean, wow. I, I didn't even, I couldn't remember. Yeah. I thought meth was the new thing. Tastes better, but... <laughs> Blue. We we did a segment last week, which I'd love to have sometime. John John's fiance, congratulations, is from Long Island, and Biscardi was crowned like king of New York. I think in like two thousand two, and then later in two thousand four for like just Mister New York. So we did a segment last week, John, where we brought up certain you know landmarks in the city and asked Mike his opinion of them. I'd love to have the two of them ah. go at it about. I mean, not go at it like violent, like they're not, they're not hating each other, but. Talk about no, different landmarks in the city in Long Island. I'd like to get that, that opinion. I've only been to Long Island a few times with Mike, and uh, I was amazed at how well you knew it. I'm like, where are we? You're like, well, we're at 47 degrees longitude, 108 degrees latitude. <laughs> this is the South Shore village of Babylon. In 1943, it was known for its sweet shot. And I'm like, how do, how do you know this? Yeah. But you were so good with navigating around Long Island. Where if you were to leave me there, I'd be – Pissing my it's pants. There's only there's only two ways to go, east or west. Scarty well, knows. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, Heather moved there when she was two, so I don't know how much she would know. But yeah, it would be a good idea. Oh, fun. she she only lived there till she was two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought she like mo- recently moved down. No. Oh, I no. had this vision in my head She's of more or less the Floridian. I had a picture in my head of her being like. You know, Lorraine Bracco from Goodfellas, where you're like, I'm going to the bar. She's like, not without your car keys, you're not. You know? Like, no, no. Okay. So, so like, nothing at all. All right. Fine. Randomly, like just very randomly, because her father's side of the family still live up there. So randomly, uh, that accent will sneak out of her, but it's very, it's like one or two words. It's, it, uh, but I catch it. It's huh. funny. Mm. But not the majority. Never mind. She visited like Mexico and she was one. I'm like, so she, clearly she knows the culture of, of the Latinos. <laughs> Tell She's us about Spanish. Like, no, no, no. Um, so, yeah, we'd like to do that segment in the future. What do you guys think about that? I mean, John's in Miami. I'm in LA. Scardi is, is in Texas, but, you know, also from New York. We could do little demographic segments about like the cool places to go. In fact, I was talking to oh, this yeah. gentleman. Yeah, you think it'd be a good idea? Yeah. There's a gentleman named Mark Walton. He's got a lot of followers on Twitter. He's a professor that travels the world and tells you, like, the cool places to go in each city, how not to get ripped off. And I was cool. chatting with him, and he said he wants to be on the show. He's waiting for Comcast to hook up his Skype, his internet, and then he, he'd love to be on if you guys are interested. But I'll, I'll send the links out. He'd be a good travel. What's his name? Mark Walton. Uh, his, his blog and his YouTube is called Walton's World, and he's a professor uh, – and a traveler he travels to like a new place every month with this Walton's family. world Walton's world like W-O-L-T-O-N-S world and uh it'd be interesting but Aha! um you found it I think so the uh one thing we talked about last week though that I've 
I've gotten a lot of people comment on this. Was we talked about this place called North Brother Island, which is an abandoned uh, hospital in an island in New York that you can only get to by ferry or boat, you know. And it was used for typhoid and, and for quarantine up until like early 60s, 63. And it's a really creepy place. Biscardi and I mentioned taking a trip there with, you know, cameras and doing like a documentary. And people have messaged me and said like, you know, I really like that idea and it was amazing to see this. So I think we should all do a, uh, like an abandoned places episode one of these days and uh, talk about, you know, get some people to tell us some crazy stories about some shit that they've seen. Like haunted houses? Yeah, like haunted houses, abandoned, like schools, um, just weird, creepy stuff we can get into, you know. You Camp Richard Crystal Christie Lake. on. Yeah. Yeah. The game. <laughs> We're, we we got to talk about the 24-hour podcast coming up soon, too. we got to pick a date. Yes. That one's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. Have Gosh. we decided on a date yet? Yeah, it's today, John. This is kicking off the 24 hours. You missed a lot oh, of things last now? week. Uh, so Mike and I are going to go to sleep now, so we will catch Shit. you in 10. Shit. The podcast. 10? No. 10 Ten hours? Ten hours? Or, or ten minutes. What did he mean? Well, that? I guess I'll just uh, talk myself here. Uh, a tuba player followed Confederate flag-waving KKK and neo-Nazi members today. Did you see that? No. The song oh, he was yeah, playing was yeah. so funny. I did see that. That's hilarious. <laughs> that song. Bess, have you seen that? Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Mike Mike's taking a shit I wanted him to sw- <laughs> I wanted him to switch over to the uh, you know the Star Wars Imperial you know bomb 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 I thought he was going to go into that but he played it lightly Scooby-Doo some say love Join us uh, always on Twitter. I'm going to check out some tweets right now at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. We've been getting a lot of followers lately, and uh, some folks are really starting to um, pay attention to the show. It's creating a buzz, as we say, uh, in the business. And um, people tweet us. People tweet us. They like to hear different things. It's very interesting to see uh, different kinds of feedbacks. Uh, here's a few things we've gotten on the Twitter verse um, President Obama is in Kenya called on Kenyans to be more inclusive of women Kenya Kenya uh, let's see here what else has we been tweeted here yeah we passed uh, 400 followers yeah uh, well past it now uh, usually we get a spike once on days of the show we started the show at 400 and now we're at 426 we're not messing around Moving, oh, that's why I'm not. On, that's why I'm not seeing any tweets. I'm on my own Twitter account. I'm seeing like, why are these comedians posting idiot. videos? What what is this? Uh, ah. Wrong Twitter account. Okay, so uh, we're at the underscore podcastle on Twitter, and uh, some of the tweets we've been gotten here. Yeah, it was. Uh, do you believe? Here's one. Do you believe WrestleMania will ever be in the United Kingdom, as far as the event? And I don't know why hmm. I don't have any kind of knowledge on that, except that John and I are avid f- wrestling fans and have, have grew up with the, of the sport. 
I think it should be. I'm surprised it hasn't been, actually. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't been. I know they've had SummerSlam over there. Right. Uh, British and Bulldog. I'm sure they've had something else over there. I just don't know about WrestleMania. The Bulldog. Yeah, the yeah. Bulldog and the Hitman. John, I feel like I've been talking too much in this uh, podcast. I think it's because I... Um, why do you think that? Overcaffeinated today. Are you overcaffeinated? Well, that's good. We got this not... new... This lady I know makes this coffee, and she got this new blend, and it's probably the best. It's called Hair Razor, and it's probably the best thing I ever did. So even if I'm not in the mood for coffee, I'm like – my girlfriend loves it too, so we're, we're always grinding the beans. It's like, how about some Hair yeah. Razor? It's like I would love some. Um, it's just so – You're good. hooked. I'm hooked. I'm That's hooked. awesome. But uh, It's always good to have a nice new coffee that gives you a little kick. Yeah, gives you some, some hair in your chest. Like they dropped a soccer cleat in there when they were mixing it. Yeah, <laughs> they dropped uh, they dropped <laughs> like some Wonka. morphine and uh, some Adderall in there, and you're like, "Wow, this is delicious!" Like in Starsky so Hutch does... when he drinks the Coke, <laughs> coffee laced with Coke. Uh, yeah. Put that away. Um, mm, play your guitar. Come on, play, play it. Play it. Go, go, go. John, so I'm gonna ask you in Sea Isle. You po- and if you don't want me to talk about the vacation, I, I. We're going to anyway because it's great. You did yeah, these, it's you did these cool go. pictures of of you, you know, fishing and everything. Did you do a lot of fishing when you were on vacay? No, it was just one day, but it was the la- it ended up being the last day. And uh, yeah, my Heather and I and my dad were on one boat, and then my brother and his wife and his kids were on another, and we just kind of like stayed together in the bay there, uh, actually heading into Ocean City from Sea Isle. And we ended up catching like nine fish. Uh, eight of them were flounder. The other one, we don't know what it was. But Heather actually caught the only keeper. You know, they have to be a certain uh, certain inches. Right. You know, or you otherwise you've got to throw them back. Yeah. Um, she, she, and what, she caught one that was like 19 inches long. Wow. And I was like, we're keeping them. And I... I, there was a bucket on the boat and I like scooped some water and put the fish in it and put like a, a towel over top. And my, on the way back, my dad's like, what are you going to like? How are you, wh- you're going to, you're going to play this thing. I was like, yes, I know how to do that. He's you're like, well, how are you going to get it from, how are you going to get it from the Marina to back to the house? He's like, you're not bringing that in my car, just a, a regular fish, like in my hands. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, that would be gross. So I was like thinking about it. She wanted to bring it, it back to the house like, to like clean it and cook it and all that stuff. I wanted to do that. I wanted to actually show my nieces how to do it because, you know, I've lived in Florida for seven years. So like I've seen it done like a million times now. So I know how to do it. Yeah. And they were all like, John, you don't know how to do that. I was like, oh, but I do actually. Wow. And But then they all kind of talked me out of it. Mahi, mahi. Yeah. It was a Big flounder too. It's great. They're good too. Nice little breadcrumbs in there. Some lemon. Oh yeah, a little oh, panko. Got a. And then we uh, cook it right. there was like a there was like a bar restaurant called the Duville Inn um, that we docked at and got Dump. out and had. Uh, what did we have? I think vodka cranberry. Ooh, delicious. Or no, vodka pineapple. And then you know got all smashed and got back on the boats and slammed into each other and sank the boats and. <laughs> no, we uh, we got, got back bit by a shark and yeah. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus lifted me up. And my eye was missing. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Put it back. Put it back. But I'm good. But I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Scardy, are you, Scardy, back? Are you back? I'm back. Well, I don't know what happened. 
It's weird. It's weird. But yeah, we, we missed you. Echoing like crazy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, it's, it's okay now. Yeah, it was weird. We're safe. We're safe. So we were just talking about John with some fishing off of where do you, is is that right off of uh, Sea Isle? You guys boat up and ship out, or you guys go? Uh, do you guys uh, go to some other dock, some other town? No, yeah, it's it's in Sea Isle. They rent them. You know, they're just like rowboats with like a tiny little motor on the back. Uh, it's a Queen Mary. <laughs> You're manning like a 750 room ship. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. It's one of those like old school steering wheels, you know, with like the handles. It looks like a wheel. <clears throat> you have to wear be... a captain's hat. Yeah, those are cool. I just thought it'd be fun to dress up like pirates and just rent one of those like crappy boats though, but go out and be like, ahoy there, y'all be having any spices from the Orient. And they're like, dude, you need to leave my daughter alone. And I'm just like, daughter, <laughs> I'd be setting sail this way then. Yeah. We set our sails on fire and like you know, <laughs> pretend we're all crazy. Yeah, our boat that. has flaming sails. Yeah. No, your, your boat's burning down. Burning down. I'd like to see... Uh... Scardi go fishing off of Houston and catch some was it scorpion fish scorpion fish scorpion yeah I've been meaning to do that since I got here but I keep putting it off and putting it off and now I'm I don't blame you you were telling me you were saying the one show you're like yeah we got a scorpion fish and jellyfish and some pretty nasty shit here I'm like yeah I don't know if we're gonna be going in there in the water I don't blame you that's primarily a fishing town yeah I just haven't gotten in with the trend yet. There's a fish called poison. I don't know what that is, but I don't want to get near that. There's a fish. It's a fish called meth. It's just called it just screams at you all day. Knife nose. <laughs> knife. <laughs> Syringe face. There's a fish called uh, dead in five minutes if bitten by it. It's just I don't know. I want to. Age tail. Yeah. What's everybody watching tonight? What's the big show that everyone's watching this Sunday evening? Ooh, True Detective, man, just got really good. You know what? I just started watching that. That's chronologically. Uh, I'm a big Rachel McAdams one? fan. That's a Yeah, that's a good show, man. You started watching season one? Yeah, yeah, I watched it on uh, HBO Go. Yeah, it's really good. But uh, season two just really kicked up. Vince Vaughn's character is pretty good. Thank God. I was worried about that. Uh, so that's what I'm watching tonight. Nice. True Detective. I think I'm gonna watch uh, something on HBO. Of course, I we just got the uh, AT and T Uverse, so there's every movie Ooh. channel has like every movie on demand. So I'm just you know, oh, nice. eight thousand movies at your disposal. So ADD though, it's like a horrible thing because I will literally I spend like a half an hour, and then I'll yep. start one and I'll go. You know what? I should have picked Aliens. I yeah. should have picked Aliens. <laughs> I'm committed, yeah. and I have to say to myself, okay, this next movie, you're watching it. Even if it sucks and you hate it, and somebody's telling you to turn it off, you're going to finish it. You're gonna be up Barrel through. Yeah. So I did that the other day. I started watching, um, I think it was I think it was Aliens, and I was like, no, I should have oh, put that other one on. You know, and then I go back you to wanna watch one. You want to watch one that you've seen like a hundred times, but you're like, right. oh, I should watch something I haven't seen. I, wanna, I should watch something new. Right. And ha- halfway through the new one, you're like, no, oh, damn it. I got to go no. back. It's the only thing that works. And, and I watched. Yeah. And it, what made me think of that, as you said, Vince Vaughn, because he's a true detective. I watched uh, Delivery Man, which was his. Oh, yeah. I guess it was like two years ago, which it actually wasn't bad. It was a cute story. It's just. He's got know. like 100 kids, right? You're right. 
Yeah. yeah, I heard it. I heard it wasn't as bad as you know its numbers showed. Right. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a great film, but it was. It was good. What are your plans this evening, Michael? Uh, my wife going out for some dancing. Marathon. I don't know if it's on tonight, but I'm into the show Making of the Mob, hosted by uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going out. Oh, Jimmy! Not without your car keys, you not. You know, we haven't had a uh, we haven't had a really good Biscardi impression in a while on the show. And we've mentioned before how professional Michael is in his impressions. Um, with your permission, your graces, I would like to spit out a few celebrities and have Michael perhaps do a few lines of the of an impression. Is that something you're up for the task, sir? I guess we could close out the show with that one. All right, let's see what we got. Okay. Uh, is it easier to just name the person and you do it, or do you want me to give you like a scene setup kind of thing? Yeah, give a so scene setup. Oh, scene setup. Scene setup. All right. Uh, let's try that. Okay, Nicolas Cage in The Rock. Do an easy one. Uh, him and Sean Connery are leaving um, after the. Uh, they, you know, they escape from the, the firefight and they're heading to the morgue. Do you know that the rock was a, a civil war fort? Oh, wow. Hey, that's cool. Hey, you know, I like history too, and maybe this is all over. We can go stop by the souvenir shop. But right now, just, I'll find some rockets. <laughs> all right. Um, let's do, uh, I'm trying to think of a good one here. Um, okay. Uh, that's too easy. I really need to. You do so many impressions. I really need to get a get a good one on here. Get a good one. Get 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 Let's see here. Um, okay. Uh, the Patriot, Mel Gibson. Um, uh, John, have you seen The Patriot? Nope. But it doesn't matter. Most of our audience has. All right, Patriot. <laughs> All right, here's Michael Biscari doing a Patriot character. Is Tom Wilkinson as General uh, Cord- Lord Cornwallis in uh, the Patriot? And the Cornwall. scene's going to set up is going to be um, the scene following when he is du- duped by Mel Gibson and the fake uh, dolls. Think of their officers. Okay, one of all captured officers, my lord. The scene follows with he insults. Me. The scene cut there. It cuts there, and then he, and it cuts to another scene where he goes. That man insulted me. Uh, You're on. Go. I want you to find that man. I, I don't remember that. I, ah. I want you to find that man. All right. Okay. Uh, we have a few more people tuning in right here. I want to. Uh, I want to mention one thing too. If we uh, we mentioned before the 24-hour podcast, um, the plan is we're going to iron out the details, <gasps> but the. Uh, <laughs> The, 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 only the podcast can save us. I just saw that text. The plan is to do a 24-hour oh podcast for charity. Uh, team up with some people. Um, we got some great great guests coming on in the next few weeks, which we should talk about incorporating. Do uh, we? Sean Kanan will be on duty. Um, next week, Mr. Ryan Buds, uh, who's, a, who's a gentleman. And uh, a few more people that Grace Frog, express uh, some interest. Mike is going to get CJ Cullen. Grace Frog? Grace... <laughs> So he said, "Grace, Grace Fraga." But I think Grace Frog is a million times better. <laughs> we, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Grace Frog. 
It's a he? It's a she. Grace Fraga. Oh. Grace Fraga. Grace Fraga. That needs to be a character. Grace Frog. <laughs> yeah, we got Grace Frog. What, uh, who is Grace Fraga? Grace Fraga is a comedian. Um, she's written a book. Nice. She's an author. Uh, like a women's empowering, why you need, don't need no man kind of book. Um, what? She's done. She's funny. Yeah. Kind of like she's, I guess she's in like her 40s. She's really funny. And she's written a book about like uh, women's independent, but from like a funny, like after the oh, okay. kind of thing. Okay. And uh, she's pretty good. She's she's done Show Your Shorts a few times. She's got a pretty good, she's got like 70,000 Twitter followers. People really love her. Um, Great frog. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, she wants to do the show. I tried to do it where she, I say, hey, can you just Skype in? And she's like, no, no, you're going to have me there. You're gonna Whoa. give me the respect I deserve. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just, I, it's, it's broadcast. And out of don't my house. take her to the office. And towards that, <laughs> Ryan Buds today, who wanted to do the show today, said, "Come by the pool," because uh, he lives right near me. He goes, "Come by my pool. We'll broadcast by the pool." It's like, dude, you don't no. stand the little fat the, kid does a cannonball. <laughs> the problem, right? The problem is the audio right now. I need to need to upgrade some software before we can do it by the pool. Right. <laughs> He's in Sharknado, so everything's like water related with him now. It's like it's by the pool. No, of course. Some fat kid does a cannonball. <laughs> Some fat ass falls in. Some fat shit. You know, whenever you see a really obese person in public, I don't mean like fat. I mean morbidly obese to where they need like the scooter to get around. Yeah. You ever think like how they get there? Like, wouldn't there be a point? And I'm not saying oh. it's easy. I know there's like problems with thyroids. I'm not, you know, but. Isn't there a point where you top like the 300 mark where you're kind of like, I should probably address this now. <laughs> like, how do you get to like 500 pounds? Yeah. How do you not notice it happening? You just wake up one day. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe lay All off All of a sudden, chocolates. nothing fits. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the husky that store. Every other body part on them is totally disabled, but somehow their arms and, and mouths work so they can eat. <laughs> Job right. of the hut. To death. Nothing else works except those two parts. Yeah. And Job. in order to dial a phone number, they need like a special dialing one just to get the the numbers so you're not mashing the keys. <laughs> you need the di- digits. <laughs> How's the... I saw a guy earlier in church. He was a larger man. And uh, uh. he had... Uh, a black, you know, fleece on, which is kind of interesting because it's like 90 degrees out, and an NFL <sighs> logo on the back. And I was like, I gotta find out what team like it is. Like that's like what, you know, the, the, that's all that matters. It, it was one of those homilies where they're asking for money, so I already like tuned out. Right? Like, do they have those masses like once a year where they're like, it's an appeal, we need to raise money. So right away, like I ADD out. Like anything with yeah. like asking for money, you lost me. So yeah. I, I, my whole thing is I gotta find out what. what logo this is what team this is in this guy's jersey so i'm trying to like do like the creep around and like Ooh. you drop something and i yeah. finally found it and it was like a big eagles jersey i'm like of course it is like yes. the only the only guy in here that's heavy that's wearing a fleece and it's and he's bald and it's an eagles not a jersey it's an eagles fleece i'm like of course it is so like, i wanted to like there's no i'm not going to talk to him in church but i wanted to be like hey do you like cheesesteaks but i wanted to yeah. get a story so bad and uh, I always find Soft myself pretzels. in these these weird situations at church. What'd you say? Soft pretzels. Right. 
Yeah, with bum urine in them. I always find myself <laughs> in these weird situations at church where uh, there was this guy, and this is so true. Not long ago, I, I got I was showering before church, and I got like shampoo in my eye. So like, I was like closed shut. Like it was irritated. So oh. I was like closing my eye and scratching it, and there was a guy in church with an eye patch on in the same pew as me down there. And I was like, I gotta see if, because he had the band around his head like a pirate. Right. And I was like, I gotta get a closer look and see what um, like the front of his face looks like. Yeah. So I'm, he has like I'm a e- cool Captain over. Hook mustache. Um, yeah, I'm leaning over, um, and. He turns over to see me looking at him, and I'm like squinting my one eye. So it looks like I'm either making fun of him, or I mean, it was like the worst thing. Like when Seinfeld, like his foot falls asleep, and he's limping around that guy, leaping Larry's office, and leaping Larry has like a fake leg, so he thinks Seinfeld's making fun of him. Yeah. No, my foot fell asleep. <laughs> Knocks over the gasoline, sets the office on fire. Yeah. That show's on Hulu now. <clears throat> Every ep- episode of Seinfeld's now on Hulu, so you can go. Oh in there yeah, I and, saw and that for free for watch and watch entire seasons. I wonder if that's really even that big of a selling point for Hulu, considering Seinfeld's on for like two hours straight every, every day, night when it's the most convenient time to just chill out and watch TV. It's what I do. Home from work, sit down. You got like two hours of Seinfeld. The first one, you kind of. Listen in as you're like changing and getting something to eat or whatever. Second one, you're yeah, it's just on in the background. It's like the and Beatles. You, uh, when it's on, you leave it on. It. It's like the Beatles or um, yes, exactly. Movie, yeah, you leave it on. It's like the Beatles or a uh, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him MC Hammer's album. When you hear that shit, it's it's on. Pumps, pumps and a bump, maybe. <laughs> John, do you, and, a bump. do you and Hey Ashley have a song? Because I was thinking about this. This is what I think about during the week. I was thinking of some really good songs for you guys. If you don't have a song that I would like to... Do you guys have a song? Matt. Yeah. Clark. Yo. Are you, you're, you're like cutting in and out. Can you hear me now? I can, but you're a little robotic. <laughs> Well, John, I had my trachea removed and replaced by an android. Thanks for bringing that up. Can you hear me okay? Damn. (laughs) I heard the first part. All I heard was, well, John, I had my trachea removed, and then it cut out again. Well, that's because we're doing an encryption show now. We have to guess what the other person said. It's a game. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up today. Yeah. We're going to end this bad boy today, and... uh, I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you for tuning in with John Hassinger. Uh, now, of course, you're better now. Michael Biscardi. Am I good? Yeah, now you're oh, good. I was going to wrap it up. What were you up. saying about Oh, I, let me finish this. Yeah, the the song. Do you and Haya Ashley have a song? Oh, have a song? A song, like a, you know, like a couple song. Like A12 from Zach and Kelly? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I was say the same thing. Because <laughs> I... I have uh-huh. a th- I have a few songs for you guys to dance to at the wedding if you don't already have one. Okay, let me hear them. Do I you mean, guys we have do, a song? We though? do have we have we have like a, a top contender, but we haven't like you know stamped it on the wall yet. 
What is the contender? So, Are you allowed to share? It's so new. It's Mirrors by Timberlake. Ah. Or maybe Mirror. But yeah, it's, it's so it's new. So I'm like, oh, what if there's something, you know, Timberlake. in the archives that's, that's better, but we just haven't listened to yet. So I don't know. I don't want to force something like like that. So it'll probably just be that song. But I'll hear your uh, your. All right. They're, they're more for comical effects, but I think do it. Of course. Okay. If you can't be with the love with the one you love, love the one you're with as a wedding song. So people are like, oh, it's a nice song. And then they realize what it is. And they're like, oh, it's, I don't, uh. If you can't be with the one you love, love. With me, with me, with the one with the you one love. You love the one you're with. Do, do, love the one you're with. Okay. Um, Elton John, can you feel the love tonight? But you guys like disappear for five minutes and you come back like face paints of a lion, you know? So people are like, whoa, this yeah. got a little creepy. Um, I'm doing like a choreographed like scene from the Lion King. Right. But then you disappear after it, you wash it off and nobody talks about it again. Like when people are like, John, nope. that was really weird. Be like, it's my wedding. I don't know why it's weird. It's a time love. I do whatever I want. Yeah. It's my wedding. John. And then uh, the other one was um, Lady in Red because clearly the bride's going to be wearing white and there's no significance. So you're just dancing to a really cheesy song. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Something like that. But uh, all right, we're going to, uh, we're going to get out of here right now. Um, you guys there? You can't hear me? I can now. It was cutting out. Oh my Mixler. God. It's Mixler. Fucking Mixler. Fuck. It was Mixler. What did you say though? I, I don't want to. I don't want to miss anything. I was just jumping, and I was just imagine how funny it would be if some idiot chose that as their song to dance to during their wedding. Like I can imagine just everyone looking at each other, like, "What the hell? Did they realize the words to this song?" Yeah. What is? What's happening here? It's the first song we dance. We slow dance to. Wedding a bride who might have gotten a little too sunburned. <laughs> She's Native American. Native American. <laughs> ah, you, you beat me. You beat. Oh, you gonna say? <laughs> Lady is red. On the tip of my dick. On the tip of my. Oh man, that's funny. I I just want to do something from. The Lion King. You know, where people just, like, filter in. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Like, I just want it to be a mind fuck for all the guests. Like, there's no really, you know, it's not even really that great of a time. There's just something you can talk about, like, years later. Like, just, you have that many you know, people I, in a room. Like, I want to, like, prank them somehow, you know? You know, this is amazing. This ties it all together. I was going to do, I mean, what I wanted, my suggestion, because yeah. I've been put in charge of music. So that means I can nice. pick our entrance music. And I was going to come out, we were going to come out to Hulk Hogan, but now there is going to be a black guy at my wedding and I don't want to offend him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in like a year and a half, everyone will forget it. Or, or everyone does forget it except for him. And you yeah. don't know why he's pissed off at you. And you're like, thanks, <laughs> uh, Ted, for coming out tonight. He's like, yeah, thanks for being a racist. Um, uh, thanks for the crystal stemware. Um, <laughs> crazy ass cracker. Um, thanks for the fondue set. I guess we'll be seeing you at the barbecue. Why? Cause I'm black. No, I don't know why you're mad at me. Why are you mad? <laughs> Do you invite the Chinese over for Chinese food? 
be Chinese man. Please accept this juicy watermelon as our part yeah. gift. <laughs> what? Everyone loves watermelon. Yeah. I was uh, hanging out with a friend the other night, and he was uh, saying how much he loves the podcast. And uh, nice. He really likes the show. It's it's our friend Josh Parsons, he's a good friend of Piscardi, myself. He likes the show. He likes the flow of everything. Sense. Yeah. And he said, cool. uh, he said, our friend Josh, um, and he said, yeah, I'm going to New York. You know, I got a good deal. Uh, Christina, his wife's, you know, yeah. her dad works for United. So we're, I'm like, whoa, hold the Uh-oh. phone here. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I was like, no, like he's probably one of the good ones. But he was like, kept talking about United. He's like, yeah, so United this. And I'm like, gritting my teeth. I'm like, it's good. United's so great. They did this. And United's so awesome. They do this. Not all the time. (laughs) There's all these United commercials on the radio now too, I hear, because they're trying to like a battle their bad image. So it's always like, flying United is great when you work or when you're (laughs) not working. And you're like, oh, oh, I just want you to go out of business, you fuckers. (sighs) But yeah, no, they're great. They're great. Really United good. Airlines. But, um, We've cleaned our mess. Yeah. Let me just say one more time to United. All the bad press and things will go away if you send me two round-trip free tickets. I will bury the hatchet. You can buy me, me very cheaply. I can be bought very, very cheaply. Two round-trip tickets anywhere, even Continental, done. I'll write a you know, 20-paragraph article about how great you are. Or give me a 1000 bucks. Like, a very cheaply, we'll turn it around. Like, if you ever want... Yeah, to do something that I'm not comfortable with. They'll even throw a free night stay at the airport when they cancel your flight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, hook it up. I will cool. do anything for for a cheap price. In fact, this girl at work said she's going to set up a Kickstarter for me because I will tattoo any company logo um, for 20 yes. grand on my body. I said, yeah, I'll, I can have it removed in a year with lasers and it'll be a little scarring, but you give me 20 grand, I'll tattoo. Not on my face, or anything like that, but on my arm or my back. On your yeah. butt cheek. Yeah. Oh, totally. I'll, I'll do it. You get me 20 grand, I'll tattoo your shitty, you know, exterminator shop there. No problem. I'll do the same thing. Yeah. I'll do it for 100 bucks. <laughs> Would you do it? Would you guys do that? If someone said, hey, here's 20 grand, you need to tattoo Joe's Pizza on your arm. Would you do it? Joe's Pizza. Where on my arm? 20 grand, that's nah, not enough. No. Uh, your your bicep. No, your um, yeah. Well, anywhere above the elbow, you're not gonna have it down like where you can you can cover it up with a t-shirt if you need to. Yeah, but, but Joe's Pizza, I wouldn't put. I, I, you have to understand something. Tattoos bring about a conversation. As long as you're wearing that thing, people. I'll just say I got paid twenty grand for it, and I love pizza. Yeah, who can do that? Exactly. I mean, I already have three Joe T Joe. Pizza's tattoos in my arms because I love their competitive pricing. <laughs> It'll blend but in. What would you guys do for the for pizza though? For a tattoo, I mean, what would be the <laughs> what kind of price would like if if someone to say John, here is fifty grand, fifty G's in cash, and you have to get uh, a butterfly tattooed on your wrist. Do you do it? Yes. Okay. Cool. Good deal. thousand percent yes because people will say oh why do you have a butterfly tattoo and i'll say because i wanted 50 grand yeah <laughs> i'm going to the store you want anything i'll buy it for you yeah mm-hmm. like it's Scardy, a story it's funny it's a memory do it. 50 grand i might do a butterfly for 50 grand all right it would have to be a really pretty good butterfly. what if they gave you here's one 
You get paid a million dollars cash every year for the rest of your life. That's after taxes. But you have to have a tattoo of a curly Q mustache on your face. <laughs> like the old, like, a prickly prickin. Do you guys do it? I would say no. Yeah. And here's why. Looking at yourself every day in that mirror, it would be like, it would put you into madness. Yeah. Couldn't do it. All right, let me ask you one more. Let me ask you one Money's more. Not that important. Here's, here's, here's one for both of you. Would you rather... Go bald, go bald, and be overweight, but be pretty, pretty fucking taken care of financially. Or you're you remain young looking forever as you do now, but you're just doing okay. What's more important, the f- looking good or money? I'll take okay. Yeah, I could. I would take just you know getting by. <laughs> I already look like shit, so I'll give you the money. Let's go, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right, baby. baby. Think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna scoot on out of here and get some Joe's pizza in my ribs. My ribs. Yeah. Uh, I think we're gonna do a few Nerd Thirty Fives this week. I think we need to get back and do some some donut room, some 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 hooting and hollering on Nerd Thirty Five, and I need some to go get some more uh, more coffee in my belly. This hair razor stuff's delicious. Um, you guys have anything you like to uh, you like to add to the show? The show. Wanna add anything? I'm going to. Uh, Can you hear me? All united. Can hear you now. Call you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Matthew Clark with John Hassinger and Michael Biscardi. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle, and the show will be up uh, today on the podcastle.podbean.com and on mixler.com at the podcastle. <laughs> Gentlemen. I love you guys. See you right back at you. Good night, everybody. Goodbye.